0: because if you don't have your bio optimized, all of this other stuff we just talked about is basically Mm. irrelevant. (laughs) When people get to your page, that's your home base on Instagram particularly. And if you don't have that optimized, then, you know, getting people there is, is a wasted effort.
1: Hey, Slay. Hey everyone. It's me, Jay, and I'm with my girl Nina and welcome back to the No Stylist Left Behind podcast. We want to give a big shout out to our sponsors at Oligo Professional. Nina, this new season has me lit. Do you hear me? You want to know what I've had? Lit. It. You've had lit. <laughs> I've had it. it. I love it. We've had it and we're having amazing conversations already. So, what's the tea for today? Like, I'm fired up. Listen, today, is special because
2: we have a special guest, but the topic mm. is so fire. Everybody wants to talk about it. Everybody wants to know about it. Everybody wants to master it. So we're going to be talking about reels. We're going to be talking about Instagram, social media, and yes. who better okay. than to talk about it with my friend and branding and marketing coach. She's based out of Canada. She is a former hairstylist and her
0: name is Jody Brown. Welcome. Hey, I'm so excited to be here with you.
1: Jody. we are fired up because um, you are serving us knowledge <laughs> and guidance, and we appreciate that in our lives. So we're <laughs> excited that you're on the No Sell Up podcast, and yeah, let's get I'm, it.
0: I'm so excited to be here, and this topic is something that you, well, you know, <laughs> I am super lit up about, so I
2: can't wait yes. to get into it. I know because here's the thing I think and and I shared a video about like there's no quick fix there's no quick getting busy there busy there's no quick way to build your book and it's the same thing with social media and I love and you and I've chatted before and I've been on your podcast and I love your approach to it because these things don't happen overnight you know you yeah. can't build an Instagram and and start bringing in new clients overnight, there's a system to it. And now we are on this video kick because, you know, Mm -hmm. reels have been popping off. So when, you know, with your lane in Instagram and with reels, why do you feel that reels are important for hairstylists? And I want to talk about the change that Instagram made too, with saying we're a video platform, like everybody freaked. So kind of walk us through that process.
0: Okay. So (laughs) I feel (laughs) there's so much here. Um, I feel like with reels, I mean, We all know now that it's important, but I feel like for the longest time, whenever a new feature gets introduced, Instagram obviously is going to artificially inflate that feature because they want to see how it's going to do, right? So as someone who is an early adopter of whatever feature they bring out, people get these like massive numbers and all this exposure and all of this, you know, that's all anyone can talk about. And so then what happens is we see like a trickle essentially, right? Mm-hmm. So then more people start adopting it. So then there's less exposure. And then also one of the biggest, like, you know, things that I think happens is because we're so hyper-connected now, stylists and local business owners are seeing all this information that's really directed towards creators. So oh Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things where the content that, you know, either you or I would create up for our audiences, which can be global, is going to be very different than the content that someone is going to create for their local business. So I do think that now, and I'm someone who, look, I said... <laughs> I've said to my community for the longest time, I'm not going to start like going crazy about you have to create reels until I feel like it's actually something that needs to happen. And now I think we're there. I do think that because, you know, people whether, whether this is organic or whether this is like been pushed, it doesn't really matter where we're at now is that people do want to consume video. Mm Um, and the great thing about video, if you're intentional with it, is that it will help you build trust a little bit quicker. Mm. You know, um, it's one of those things you can see someone talking, you can see someone's face, which I've been preaching for years. Mm-hmm. And so video makes it really, really happen. So I think that's the, the importance of video and why stylists should start to incorporate it because it's going to allow you to get some face time, build that trust and really help you convert followers to clients mm-hmm. if you do it intentionally, because there is definitely a wrong way to go about this as well.
2: Whew. And Ooh. listen, so you said something very poignant at the end, convert followers to clients mm. because we're not looking to grow followers and looking to grow businesses. So whether yeah. you have 500 followers or 5,000 followers, what we care about is, are you actually growing your business? So I just wanted to point that out because that's very important.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I also want to really quick, I, I want to pinpoint also that got me, I leaned into my Mike, I was like fired up. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> but it's also building that credibility and mm. trust. Mm-hmm. And what like to me, Judy, you said, the easiest way right now is to put your face in front and you share your message is yeah. the easiest way right now to build trust. And I go, yeah. "Obviously, yes, I'm going to do it even if I'm unclear." right of like navigating that scenario i need to put myself out there if that's the easiest way to build that credibility i'm going to do it because at all costs i'm going to show up for my raving fans and my potential raving fans
0: yes a hundred percent and i think that's like the biggest factor right now right like 95 percent of people and this is a statistic from harvard are making emotional purchasing decisions. Mm. So what's that number one factor? It is trust, Trust. right? And knowing. So if you've got an opportunity to build that, maybe it's worth pushing outside our comfort zones, you know, a little bit because we have unprecedented abilities now to reach not just clients, but like dream clients. Yes. And you know, like, you know, back in the day when you were like first building your clientele, I don't know about you guys, (laughs) but I had this like first client anxiety, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. like, are they going to like me? Cause they yeah. just called through the salon, got booked. I, I'd never heard of them. Right. So it's like, there's no predetermined trust. And I would always get really nervous. And we've got this ability now where if we're marketing our businesses, we can build trust before they ever say, yes. like, yep. that's pretty, ima- like, that's pretty special.
1: So, I want to dig a little bit deeper in this, right? Because now we're talking about reels. Um, you heard it here first. If you haven't heard it yet, Jody just said, get into it. So, <laughs> it, we're now there. We're there, right, Jody? We're there.
2: Mm-hmm. We're yes. there.
1: So, what are three mistakes? And let's talk to the owner, stylist, like let's speak to them. Um, what are three mistakes they are making on reels, and how can we alleviate that pain? Okay.
0: If I have to (laughs) narrow it to three,
1: (laughs) (laughs) this is a short podcast.
0: (laughs) Let's go with the first one I think is, um, it's, thinking that reels exist outside of everything else so i'm very much about like you know have a strategy for your marketing not just content this goes beyond just instagram but have a strategy like what is the goal here and then is the time you're putting into making reels getting you closer to that goal Mm -hmm. so if you're wanting to bring in new clients to your salon and then you're you know stressing out about creating reels that aren't going viral for other hairdressers There's no alignment there, right? So are you creating content for that ideal client? That's like the biggest mistake I would say. And there's so much hack happy education right now that's like, this is how to go viral. Mm. And that's not it. It's not it. That's not what we want to be going for. Um, The second mistake is not doing just like the basic best practices, right? So things like, um, you know, not posting reels that have a TikTok watermark. And it's so easy not Mm, to, mm -hmm. there's literally a website that you can Google that takes the watermark off. So it's, it's super, super easy. And then things like using captions, like Mm. that's a big one for searchability for local businesses. So I'd say that's probably like the number one or number two mistake. Um, Because if you're using local hashtags and a caption that makes it more evident where you are, that's part of the sorting process for Mm. Instagram, right? They're doing a huge SEO push. So make sure you're utilizing your hashtags and your caption to really like talk to those ideal clients. That's gonna get you in front of them more. Um, And then, yeah, I think like the, the third one, those are the two big ones, actually. The third one would be, again, just like not having the the plan. So I teach like align and attract, which is really important. You want to align, that's your branding, and then attract, that's your marketing. And everything that you design for your business should also apply to your reels. It's mm. not just about, you know, it's not just about creating a reel that's going to reach a lot of people. It's creating a reel that's going to actually help grow your business. Wow.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think you said something that really just like rang true for me because I think a lot of people want to go viral and the intention has to be, you have to come correct with your intention because the intention should be, how can I make an impact? How can I educate? How can I serve, right? Depending on if you're a stylist, an educator, you know, a coach, wherever you're working, right? If the intention is to go viral, you're not going to make Content or reels that are actually going to hit your target audience. It mm-hmm. has to come from a real and true, authentic place. So, thinking that you're making reels like, oh, it has to hit, it has to go viral, I would kind of take a step back and pause from that and say, wait a minute. Like you said, Jody, what's the goal here? If you're trying to build your business and attract new clients, then I need to create content that is impactful and is educational and reaches them in a way that they process the information and then they boop clickbook yes. now, right?
0: Yes. A hundred percent. Listen, <laughs> I, <laughs>
2: I, I, and I know that there are a lot of people out there that are a little bit nervous to get in yeah. front of the camera, but you said, this is the time and we have to really capitalize on that. And it's free. Yeah.
0: And all right. And it doesn't have to be hard. That's the other right. thing, right? Like, you know, we have—if you have an iPhone and you're taking hair photos, mm-hmm. you probably already have your iPhone automatically set to Live Photo. That's going to give you motion. Right. Pop that on an audio, and there's your reel. Like, yes. talk yeah. about something that you would write a caption about. There's your reel. It doesn't have to be hard. We do not need fancy transitions. You do not have to be a videographer. Like all of that is just noise, right? Mm. What you really have to focus on is connection and just shifting your content strategy a little bit. It doesn't have to be reinventing the wheel.
2: Ooh, I love that. So when we're talking about social media and even Facebook, TikTok, Mm. all the things, right? What are three social media habits that you think stylists need? right now? Like habits, because we know that we have to do things um, consecutively or consistently in order for it to hit or make a difference or make a change. So what are those three habits that they need right now?
0: So I think the first habit is like, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but going back to having a plan, right? Like having a content plan. So, you know, you want to talk about things that are going to educate, inspire, um, and convert Mm. your ideal clients and connect. So there's four that I would say, that's the purposes you need to be thinking about when you're creating content, because at the end of the day, like one post isn't going to fill your book. Right. It's something that you want to have go back to again and again, which brings me to the second habit, and it's repurposing like Mm. work smarter, not harder. Amen. Yes. (laughs) Amen. Class. Why are we thinking that we need to create new content every single time we post? It's just not necessary. I mean, it's an old marketing rule that someone has to see something seven times. Mm That came into effect like 80 years ago. We are now getting a hundred times as much information on the daily. So people have to see things even more frequently. Oh, wow, yeah. Right? So when it comes to the creation aspect, you know, you've got to be, like, don't be afraid to post the same client. Don't be afraid to post the exact same post like a month later. It's totally okay. And in fact, it's something you should do. Mm. And then the third habit is, is use social media to be social, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about going and, you know, doing the artificial like engagement for, you know, X amount of minutes a day. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is respond to your comments. Like yes. make sure you're taking time to talk to people because I see so much right now that's like no DMs and like no new clients and like mm-hmm. t- closed off. <laughs> right? I agree. Yeah. <laughs> So that's not the kind of messaging. Like if I see that, I'm like, ooh, I'm not welcome. And if I don't feel welcome, I'm not going to be booking an appointment. So, Amen. you know, spend the time connecting because at the end of the day, like, and I've, I've seen both of you say this, which I love, but like our clients, we've gone so far, I think sometimes in like the, you know, yes, have boundaries. Yes, you're important, but like your clients are... We should love our clients. We should be mm-hmm. excited about our clients and new clients, right? So take the time to be
1: connected. I, I love that you just brought that up, judy because we all align on this. And I know people listening, it's getting back to the servant heart, yes. the heart of why we do it. We are licensed to touch. And I love that you talked about that. I, I also love, I love the fact that like repurposing is like my jam. Like I cannot get enough of it. And there has been something that I saw on TikTok and I know we're talking about roles, but one thing that I noticed with the new generation of content creators is that they have no shame on their feed, having the same video six times until it pops off and then mm-hmm. they take off that video. So it goes, let's look at the world we're in now and allowing us to move and shake with the new generation, and follow their lead, follow oh, their lead. Like I'm about yeah. to post six of the same video today and see what happens. So, <laughs> hopefully, yeah, and hopefully, Jody, that's okay. But oh, I,
0: I love it. Like, right, I'm inspired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here's like an actionable way to apply that too. Like, I feel like, yes, repost the same thing. I also something, this is like a hot tip. I frequently, if I have a reel and that reel like really hits and people love it and they start conversations with me, that's yeah. what I mean. I don't mean getting, you know, like a million views. I mean, like starts conversations. Action. Yeah. I will take that reel and I'll make a carousel that says the exact same message, like just repurposing, you know, the same, you put in the work to create it. So leverage that. That's what I'm about.
1: That hot tip almost had me fell out of my
2: chair. (laughs) It's so true. And I think it's also important too, because you did mention about like not being afraid to post the same client or, and that's why gaining content is important because you can get 10 looks from one client, like utilize that client and position them in different ways, pop on a little jacket or put in a scrunchie or a bread or something to change it. And you have 10 different looks right from that client. And with the videos, I think this is so very important to pay attention to. Like sometimes when I, like I add, sometimes I have filler content, Mm -hmm. like content that is um, like I know that my, my algorithm is funky. It's not working right. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I'm like, or like on a holiday, like yesterday, I'll use old content. That's like filler content. Cause I know it's not going to get much and I don't want to waste my new shit yeah. on, you know, cause it's, <laughs> I, I know it. it's not going to pop <laughs> off. But what I suggest is when you're looking for filler content or, or you're like out of things to post, go mm-hmm. back and look at some of the reels or some of the um, content or the post that you shared prior and look at the insights and see what hit and reshare it. Because yes. I know that I'll go back and I'll see like one of my reels that did very well in terms of engagement and I'll repost it. And it pops my out. Al- it gets my algorithm out of that funk. Do you, is that like, what, how do you feel about that?
0: Oh, I do this all the time. Like especially <laughs> Can I add one more habit? Actually, yes, I have to. Okay, Um, batching content—that's like one of the things that I think is so so instrumental. And we kind of got here organically with talking about getting multiple looks from one client. But yeah, like plan it out ahead. And like if I know I'm going to be busy, so I'm going on vacation in October. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look back. Through my content, I'm gonna see, okay, what did well, what's gonna, and I always come from the place of like, how do I serve, right? Mm-hmm. How do I serve the community? And if they liked it, like, how many times have I seen my favorite episode of the Big Bang Theory? A thousand. Yes. <laughs> like the first time, they're gonna like it the second time. So, yes. you know, going back and seeing like, what can I repurpose? And then I schedule it out. So you'll see content for me in October. I'll be sipping Prosecco in Italy.
1: I love it. And you know, Nina, I know it. that you batch, you batch Nina. And that inspires me. Yeah. So like, right. Watch like my you, content. No, like you like not batch, but like, you'll like fill the vibe. Like you're like today yeah. I'm it's video sure. day. Yes. Life. So that's what I mean. Um, yeah, for sure. I, I know. Sure don't, don't word. look
2: at me for batching. Cause like I, I'm so bad with that. Like I post how I'm feeling at the yeah, moment, yeah, yeah. but what I do batch is recording my TikToks and my reels. I yes. record them like 10, 15 of them at a shot, but you're right about the vibe. Absolutely. Yeah. That's
1: your true. message is always different in the moment, but you'll like, take it serious. And I think that's yep. what we're trying to say is like video is our reality. Mm-hmm. So we need to start playing a part of that conversation. Yeah.
0: And I think it's different too, for us versus a behind the chair stylist. So like, you know, that's one thing I always like to think of is like when I, and I put myself back in that headspace of mm. like, when I get back from a long day behind the chair, do I really want to be thinking about like, Oh, how do I market? So for me, like I always talk to my you know community and I say like carve time out, like have some marketing time, because if you're working, you know, 40 hours behind the chair, and then you're just expecting yourself to come up with all of this time where you're going to market like that needs to go into the time that you count as work. It's not just mm. what you're doing behind the chair. It's what you're doing, you know, as all in all parts of your business.
1: All right, Jody, are you ready for this? I want you to <laughs> I, go all in on this. I'm going to <laughs> do a pivot because we love a pivot on this podcast, honey. So love we're going to pivot and I want you to get really real with us because listen, we're all in this together. Let's go. Mm. So we've talked about reels, videos, right? Let's go back to the foundation, right? Foundation. What are three changes stylists should make to enhance our bio? Uh-oh, everyone, the ah. word B-I-O came up and you did mention that some people are using no TMs. da-da-da. Mm-hmm. What, what does the bio look like? Why is it important? Why do we need to revisit it? Let us know the tea and let us have it.
0: Okay. It's important because if you don't have your bio optimized, all of this other stuff we just talked about is basically Mm. irrelevant (laughs) when people get to your page, that's your home base on Instagram, particularly. And if you don't have that optimized, then, you know, getting people there is, is a wasted effort. So yeah, how can we opt the three changes that I would say you should make number one location. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this sounds so obvious, but I run a live challenge. It's now an evergreen challenge, but I ran a challenge and we talked about location and there was like 800 stylists there, 50% at least were like, oh my God, I didn't know that I had to have my like location in my bio because they assume that people that see it will be local. Right. When you come back to a page though, you've got like two seconds to make an impression, like, honestly. Um, So if you, if someone is looking for a new stylist, the first thing that will discount you immediately is if you're not in their area, right? You can't, you're not going to go to a stylist that's not in your area. So if you don't have your location there, and Mm. I see a lot of profiles, I like spend too much time on Instagram and there's (laughs) a lot of people that don't have it. And, you know, that little address field at the bottom doesn't count. So I would have your location in your name section, Mm -hmm. like right at the top, bolded. Um, That's the first change I would make. The second thing is bios aren't really the place for like cleverness. So I go with clear over clever a hundred times over because there's also a big push on Instagram right now to compete with Instagram's all about competing with Mm -hmm. other platforms, right? So (laughs) let's be real. Um, SEO is something that they're making a huge push on. So they want to make the platform more searchable. 82% of people that use Instagram, and we're talking about over a billion users here, 82% of them use Instagram to search for products and services, Mm. right? So if you are not, you know, taking advantage of that, it's a hugely missed opportunity. So include your specialties, include the word hairstylist, think what would my dream client be searching for? And then go back to that clarity because as stylists, we sometimes have a slightly different language, right? But does your is your yeah. client searching for a lived in color specialist or are they searching for a colorist or are they searching for balayage? Like get inside their heads and if you can include
1: all of them because yes. then you're going
0: to pop up, right?
1: As much as you can, just like yeah. fill it in what you love doing. Totally, totally.
0: And so, you know, that way when someone comes to your page, if they're looking, I think we're kind of in an age now where people are looking predominantly for specialists, right? So if they're going to get extensions, they want to go to an extensionist who's amazing with extensions. If they're going to go get balayage, they want a balayage artist who's like, you know, really experienced in that one thing. So you can have more than one specialty, but make sure they're highlighted extremely clearly. And then The third one is have a call to action and a valid link in your bio, because that's how you're going to move people off the platform and how you're going to get
1: them to sit in your chair. Amen. That was great. Those are, I, so do I, I need to change my bio. my bio. Me too. I'm like, do I look at my bio? I'm going <laughs> to audit you guys. Now. I said, oh Dude, my God, look, I'm like, okay. So I can add West Hollywood yeah. to Joe Ladner. Like, and then totally. it gives me more room to have a conversation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm mind blown. Jody. I'm fired. Uh,
2: it's so true. I mean, I think, and we're all learning in this platform and nice. it is people like you who are breaking it down in a clearer way that it doesn't have to be so complicated and it can be simple and it needs to be clear. And you always have to be thinking about your new potential client. What is the message that they're receiving? Is it mm. open? Is it inviting? And You know, I think that it's just very important also, and you tell me right or wrong on this, Jody, but it also needs to be written in a way that it kind of serves the client. So it isn't only like me, 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 look at me, look at how amazing I am. Pick me, pick me. There needs to be some sort of uh, benefit there, right? To, To the client and that they understand that.
0: I love that you say that because actually like one of my favorite phrases when I'm like coaching is like, what's in it for them? Right. And yes. you need to think And make clear. Right. So that's why, again, going back to having like a plan for your content and whether you want to batch it in advance or not, I think having a plan is important because when people come to your page and it's great that you said that, like the impression once they get there, because what are referrals look like nowadays? It's not, here's their business card. Mm -hmm. It's check out their Instagram. So they need to have that like first impression and, you know, really, really highlighting the things about you and your brand that makes you the right fit for them. Offering education, offering, you know, that really like getting to know you and building that trust off the hop. We do have a really cool feature now too with Instagram, which I kind of had mixed feelings at first, but that pin, like the option to pin things at the top of Mm -hmm. your bio. I think that's really helpful for stylists because then you're not having, even if you're not posting every day, you know, say you want to post like three times a week, make it attainable for you. You can make sure you've always got that relevant information and those relevant, like curate your best content that's showing off who you are, what you specialize in. And also like a really underrepresented part of Instagram is showing the guest experience before they get into your salon right mm-hmm. you can you put all this time and effort into creating this beautiful experience make sure you're showing that before someone comes into your into your salon
1: i'm so inspired right now because Jody, what just happened was i'm going to make a reel that's like <laughs> hey slay like, hey everyone it's me jay and this is what i love and this is what i do and i'm going to pin it It's in the first video. Oh my God, I cannot (laughs) wait. I'm so fired up. Like I, and through these conversations, everyone, this is what it does. It sparks action. Mm -hmm. And so if anything we can do today is spark action and, and Hey, if you want to join in on, Hey, this is about me real, where your face is showing, like Jody said, words are coming out of our beautiful mouths. And we're talking about what we can do better for our clients, our Mm -hmm. guests and investors Let's do it. Let's go. Oh, Oh, this has been so awesome. And I love
2: talking with you. You are such a wealth of knowledge. And I know that you have so much information and tools and worksheets and all the things. So where can people find you? Tell us about your Instagram because they can find you on there. I know you live on IG just like Jay and I, (laughs) and I know that you have a lot of free resources as well. So why don't you tell them where they can find all of that?
0: yeah so obviously um come say hi on instagram i'm always there and i love connecting with you know Yurga's community and connecting with my community it's definitely slid into my dms i would love to hear any like takeaways or any questions that you have after listening to this i'm always there to answer um and then i do have a ton of resources actually i've got an entire free instagram visibility mini course specifically for hairstylists yes this is information i literally want every single hair stylist to have. That's why it's free. <laughs> yeah. I really like to go do it, implement. It'll walk you through like how to get the most out of your effort and set yourself up for success. Um, I've got some real prompts and just all sorts of free goodies. I will curate all of my favorite ones just for your listeners. And you can yes. at, <laughs> at jodybrown.ca slash NSLB. And get into it. (laughs) (laughs) And if I can just add like one last thing is I just really want anyone listening to like remove that stigma of feeling like you should automatically know what you're doing when it comes Uh. to social media and marketing because Mm -hmm. we don't learn this stuff in hair school. And so, you know, there's nothing wrong with starting where you are, being at the beginning and just, you know, learning. I think that's something that it's important to know, right?
2: Yes. Thank you so much for ending on that note because it is so positive. It can be so stressful. And so it just puts like a lot of weight on people and pressure, right? So thank you. Thank you so much as always, Jodi, for sharing your truth and sharing all of your knowledge. Make sure you go give her a follow at it's Jodi Brown and my best guy at it's Mr. J Ladner, our amazing sponsor at Oligo Pro, myself at Nina Tulio and If you learn anything from listening to us today, please know that it is okay to live in your truth and remember to always live your life out loud. See you next time.